What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Weekly D Show, where the D stands for Deep Dives with Dalton. I'm your host, Dalton Leno, and I'm super pumped to bring you the very first episode of Thoughts with D. This is just going to be me on this episode. I'm going to ride solo. Um, what I plan on doing is just dropping a couple of these episodes over the course of time. Um, I think there's you know three to four things in my life that's really shaped who I am currently, um, and I'm going to share them with you and just what I learned from them. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be one of those today. But before we dive into it, if you're just tuning in for the first time or you've been rocking with me for the last couple episodes, I appreciate the support. Um, <clears throat> it's humbling to see the fact that, you know, that people are, one, listening, two, reaching out to me and, and let me know how they appreciate the podcast. Um, shout out to one of my old high school football teammates, Zach Phil Petty. He reached out to me. Um, my guy, Jess, he's a physiotherapist in Montreal. Uh, he reached out to me and let me know that he's listening and appreciated it. And uh, yeah, it just always feels good to to have people, you know, acknowledge the fact that they've listened to it, they enjoy it. Just keeps motivating me to go forward, guys. So um, I appreciate the support. If you don't know where to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram, dlano.93. And if you aren't subscribed to The Weekly D Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you consume your audio, head on over there. It's one of the three things I want you to do. One, subscribe. Two, leave an honest review. Three, share it with one other person. That's it. That's all I want. So we can get 250K downloads. So we get Martina on the show. We can have her spill all the tea about me. Um, But... Guys, I'm going to dive into this one today. So what I wanted to, uh, to share with you today was um, my health journey, a uh, big part of who I am. I learned a lot about myself through this. Um, it's definitely shaped me into who I am today, um, as well as kind of led me into the career that I'm in uh, currently. So in order to kind of set the, the tone for this, we're going to have to take it back to what uh, me, myself and my good friend Matt John like to call Fat Dalton days. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I was at my biggest 260 pounds, probably currently sitting right now at 190, 195. I, I fluctuate depending on how much peanut butter I get into. But um, so I had a big kind of weight loss over the last five years. Um, but it started kind of way back when I was younger. I was always the bigger kid. Um, wouldn't say I was like, overly obese let's say but I was definitely a bigger kid it was something that separated me from other people for sure Um, and whether or not other people saw it that way that's kind of how I saw it I noticed that I was bigger and other people weren't Um, and it wasn't that it impacted me a whole lot to the point where I felt super bullied um, and alone with it I know there are people out there that have felt that way Um, I definitely have felt some bullying and it definitely impacted me but it wasn't to the point where I ever felt super alone. And I think part of the reason why was I always played sports. I always was in a team atmosphere um, where I kind of aligned with a group of guys who, who became friends and that kind of allowed me to not really be so alone with it. Um, but it definitely did did shape me and impact me when I was, was younger, probably gave me an image of myself that I wasn't satisfied with and always comparing myself to, to the smaller or skinnier person um but yeah so when I was younger I played played a ton of sports I was always active and that definitely definitely helped me but um I think where I want to start is like high school is where it gets hard you know everyone knows how hard high school is um so you know heading into high school I was probably you know around 200 and something pounds like wasn't crazy but definitely not um tiny by any means and um 
I think one way that I always dealt with feeling a little bit different and knowing that in my mind feeling different and knowing that I was the bigger kid um, I tried to fit in through being funny or kind of being the class clown like that was kind of my way of of dealing with some of those those struggles but heading into to high school um, in grade nine I kind of did that I tried to be funny I didn't really know where I fit in I kind of was trying to find the the people that I wanted to to align myself with and and then it all kind of changed when I got into football and I think football was a great outlet for me one I love the sport two it made some of the best connections that I have today shape me into the person I am I learned so much from it but it allowed me to feed into quite literally feed into being a bigger dude Um, I was an offensive defensive lineman in high school uh the funny part is i was always undersized so i was always trying to get bigger i was always trying to get bigger gain more weight be heavier um because that was going to allow me to succeed um in the sport so being you know a fat kid at the time i was in heaven bro i was just eating getting bigger kind of fed into that narrative um and the thing to, to point out is like at that time like i was happy like i was a happy person i didn't I wasn't sad. Um, And I think a lot of times we use sadness as a way to, some people use that sadness as a way to drive their change. And for me, it wasn't that. Um, But anyway, I go through high school, again, always the bigger kid, um, knowing that, but didn't really impact me to the level that I know it's impacted some other people. Come to the end of high school, go into university. I played a little bit of football into university. Um, When I officially retired from the sport of football, hung up the cleats. I'm sitting there looking at myself. At this point, I'm probably close to 260 pounds. And I'm like, all right, man, I do not need to be 260 pounds. One, knowing what I know about health, definitely not a good thing to be this heavy. Um, Two, I was heading into the health field. So I was planning on going into the field of physiotherapy. I wanted to... um, become a coach exercise and the activity was always a big part of my life so I wanted to become some sort of trainer or coach so I knew that at that moment this is kind of what kick-started it and was my why in the moment it's like if I want to be that person helping other people I need to walk the walk Um, so that kind of started my my weight loss journey Um, and and the thing to point out is like it was gradual like I'm still working through it right now I'm still not where I see myself wanting to be. So it's a process, but um, once I accepted that that's what I wanted to do, I started to dive into it. And like everyone else, I was all over the place trying to figure out what do I do? Where do I go? What diet do I follow? What workout routine do I follow? Um, I think exploring all those different things, like I tried keto, I tried intermittent fasting, I tried just count my macros, I tried, you know, a lot of things. I tried CrossFit, I tried running, I tried strength training. Um, It kind of allowed me to figure out what worked for me. And I think that's a big part of any, for anyone who's, you know, diving into their weight loss journey is like, don't put so much pressure on yourself to fit into this box. Find what works for you or find what's going to be most beneficial for you. And then you need to stick to it. Um, So for me, a big part of it was CrossFit. Shout out to CrossFit Workhorse Lifestyle um, in Windsor. That's where I started that journey. And I fell in love with CrossFit, the competitive atmosphere of it. Um, say what you want about it. Uh, I think at its core, the principles behind it, it's probably one of the best options for people to get stronger, get more functional, get more mobile, and lose weight. And obviously, you need to have good coaches implementing this, which I did. Um, and that was a huge part of it. 
Uh, I love it. I definitely lost a lot of weight in the first couple of years just participating in CrossFit. Um, with the diet thing not being 100% dialed in. And what really shifted for me, you know, after I did the CrossFit for a couple of years and I was trying to figure out the diet that was working for me, I was seeing changes, which was, which was positive and was starting to generate the momentum. But when I really um, made my biggest changes was when I dialed in that nutrition. And that is the most important part. It's the most challenging part, um, but it is the most important part and a big um a big catalyst for that for me was joining rp strength i'm a big fan of getting coaches to help you um they had these templates and i learned so much about nutrition and how to eat and how to fuel um that really allowed me to build a solid base to move forward um through this journey but one thing that um i wanted to talk about you know at this point in my life which is you know just after you know like university, um, about to head off to my master's. Um, my why behind why I was training was one, I wanted to walk the walk, but two, honestly, and I, I wanted to see some good external changes. Like I was looking at the scale. I was looking at the way that I looked in the mirror. I was looking at my strength. And that was honestly probably the bigger driver for me at the time. And a lot of people, you know, push others to stay away from that. And rightfully so, like, I think we can get too caught up in it. Um, but for me in that moment, it was a big driver and I was seeing those changes early on and it was really motivating me to continue um, moving forward. And that was what kind of led me into like my next endeavor, or my next health why, which I think is always constantly developing. But I went off to university and into physiotherapy school. And at this time, I'm probably coming into physiotherapy school in the middle of my my health journey, feeling pretty good, feeling in control, um, you know, still not where I want to be exactly, but then I get hit hard with the change. Um, so I moved to a new city, uh, leave the gym that I was at, trying to find a new training routine, trying to find a new gym, trying to figure out how I figure this all out. Um, and I had the knowledge to do a lot of it on my own. So I started doing that, but there was a dip there. And I think what I want to get to is the fact that this is a journey, man, you're going to go up and down. You're going to have positive changes followed by negative things um, and just kind of riding that wave is something that I really encourage people to hold on to um, but I finally kind of got myself on track and one thing that I really um, latched on to um, from like a nutrition perspective was I did implement some intermittent fasting with counting my macros um, and that was a game changer for me at the time and it really allowed for me to learn when I was hungry and when I wasn't hungry and when I was just eating for cravings and for anyone who, who you know struggles with diet and, and eating and cravings like they know that that can be difficult so the intermittent fasting with with just eating a good macro diet was something that really changed my health journey at that point I was also introduced to in my opinion one of the best gyms in the world um, shout out to movement strength um, they're an awesome community and I started to become a coach there and again that just fulfilled my why as to like okay I would need to continue to push hard here because I'm walking the walk um, as well as it gave me an opportunity to share my story to that point with other people which I think it's a powerful thing for, for yourself and for that, for those people that you're working with. Like I was on my own journey still, and now I'm helping these other people start their journey so I can have a lot of insight into, you know, what they're struggling with and what they need. But at the same time, like watching these people make these big changes that I did at one point really motivated me to continue 
pushing forward and continue on my own health journey. So I equate a lot of where I am now to that experience, as well as what I learned from a health perspective from from movement strength. Um, but at this point, my health why started to change. And I think I'm kind of sitting in that same spot right now. And I talked a little bit about before how the external factors were a big driver for me. Um, and they still continue to be a driving factor. I think anyone who says like the way that they look or the or like this ideal weight that they want to get to um, or how they want to feel like doesn't drive them. I think I think people that say that are, are lying to themselves a little bit. I think it's always a factor and it should always be a factor um, in the sense like you do want to hit those things. If you have those goals, you do want to hit those things, but it shouldn't be the main driver. I think at some point we need to switch the locus of control or the locus of motivation to to internal motivation. And for me, my why started to switch from, you know, I want to have abs and I want to hit this PR and I want to do all this to the reason why I'm training or pursuing this health journey is so that I can live as long as I possibly can and interact with the world on my own terms. Um, have that autonomy. That is my big why now and what continues to drive me because what I was seeing being in the, the health space, physical therapy, training, looking at just the population as a whole, a lot of people as they get older, they lose that autonomy to experience the world on their own. And I didn't want to have that happen so that's a main driver for me now is is just to live as long as i possibly can so like so that i can experience this world um on my own terms and then the byproduct of pursuing that health journey is going to be getting some of those external rewards that that i still want to have um so you know this is probably around 2000 god my dates are all over the place probably around 2008 17 18 where i'm where i'm at i kind of moved quick um in this story but at this point i'm i'm sitting in and around a weight that i felt comfortable with you know 195 190 when you know looking at that i made a big drop in my weight i started 260 um felt a lot better you know felt better physically, mentally. Um, I was more tuned in with my body. Um, and those were the big health changes that I really enjoyed from the process. And then a byproduct of, you know, clothes fitting better, looking a little bit better in the mirror, having those arms look a little bit better when you're doing bicep curls, all that stuff definitely played a part into it. Um, but then you know, moving forward from that point and, and what I really want to get to with this whole story is like just having people understand that it is a journey because flash forward to kind of where we are now, um, I had another rut, man. Like I think heading into the pandemic, um, when it first happened, I was like, all right, let's do this. Like I, I know how to train. I know how to eat healthy. I'm, I've built up the mental fortitude to, to continue to pursue these things during hard times. And man, was I wrong? Um, it hit me hard. I, uh, I definitely hit like a rock bottom, my rock bottom in terms of like my health at the time, like mentally wasn't checked in, physically wasn't really working out, was eating pints and pints of hog and dawes. Um, and it just wasn't a good place for me. Um, so I had to reset that whole kind of journey for myself. And this was, you know, not that long ago. And it's cool because now I'm heading into that that next phase. And what really helped me get out of it was just moving to another realm of health. So I was training, you know, CrossFit style workouts, strength and conditioning. Um, and then I transi transitioned into endurance. So once the gym shut down, um, not having a place to work out, I was like, okay, I've always kind of wanted to run. Um, I ran a half marathon in 2017. 
somewhat enjoyed it. Like can't do anything else. So let's dive into running and coming back to that whole idea of getting a coach. Um, I tried to do it on my own, didn't work. So I ended up getting a coach and that was the biggest game changer for me in this point in my journey. Um, and I started working with a run coach, which got me motivated to train, got me back on track. I had accountability to somebody, accountability to myself because I was paying for this coach. Um, and it allowed me to get back on track. And once that started getting back on track, the nutrition fell into, into play because I was like, okay, if I'm going to be running four times a week, building up for a marathon, I need to eat well. And then my mindset started coming back together because I'm like, okay, well, if I need to have the mindset to get through a 17 mile run, I need to start, you know, focusing myself and putting my my energy in the right direction and so that kind of allowed me to gain control of of that situation in my in my kind of health journey bringing me to the point you know where I am now and I was able to get through that and run the half marathon and kind of get my you know my weight under control quite honestly I probably put on 10 10 to 12 pounds during that time um, didn't feel great didn't look look great um, didn't want to feel or look that way and that was just me personally and and then getting that back under control um, was huge for me and that kind of leads into to where I am now um, which I'm continuing along that that uh, that trajectory and you know I ran the marathon which was something that I never thought I would ever do in my whole entire life like anyone who's known me or even you guys just listening to this 260 pounds imagine you know me sitting at 260 pounds telling myself hey you know when you're 20 how old am I 27 you're gonna run a marathon like that old fat Dalton would have laughed the current Dalton out of the room. Um, so it was really cool for me to hit that milestone for myself and reflect back and see, you know, the process. And that's, that is what it is. It is a process. And I want to kind of leave you guys just with some takeaways and I didn't want to go too long and, and ramble on about my journey. So I tried to condense it. Um, but I have a couple takeaways that I really learned that I want to share with you guys. And Number one, what I've learned from from health and exercise and nutrition and all that stuff in this journey is you get what you put in. That's the one thing, man, when it comes to to exercise, weight loss, whatever it is, you know, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. If you put the hard work, the effort, the consistency into it, you're going to see results. If you don't, you're not going to see the results. You can't lie to yourself. You can't hide. The numbers don't lie. The goals don't lie. It's all right there. And that was something that was super humbling for me because, you know, I was at the point where I'm like, whoa, what the heck? Why are these people losing weight and I'm not? Or why is this happening? And then you have to have that tough conversation with yourself and be like, well, are you really putting in the work? You know, are your priorities really aligned? You know, are you really putting away that peanut butter jar at the end of the night? So I think the work you put in, is what you're going to get out of it. And that's going to be with anything in life, you know? Um, number two, this kind of comes in line with it. It's just taking ownership. It's not on anyone else. It's not on your partner. It's not on your parents. It's not on your friends. It's not on the person you follow on Instagram or this, whatever. It's not on them. It's on you. Taking that full ownership and owning it, you know, when you're not making the progress, it's on you. When you are making the progress, it's on you. Your circumstances are always going to change. There's going to be good times. There's going to be hard times. But if you can learn to take ownership of that, that is going to be one of the most powerful things you can do. One, for your health journey. And two, in life. Um, three, and this is cliche, but trusting the process. This is a process. Like looking at myself from when I started it after gra uh, retiring from football into where I am now, like I'm still on that process. Um, and there's ups and downs throughout 
and I've learned a lot. But once you understand that there's really no true end to the journey, there's always just going to be a continuation. It makes those downs a little more manageable, but it also makes those ups a little more manageable because you're going to be at the top of the top. And if you've trusted the process to this point, you know, at some point something's going to hit, that's going to challenge you and may bring you back down. Um, so trusting the process as cliche as it sounds, I think is a huge thing. And that leads into my last point is this idea of compounding health and why it's super important to trust the process because oftentimes with weight loss, the hardest part is the fact that you don't see results quickly. You're not going to see it in a day. You may not even see it in a week, a month, a year. Um, and being able to continually show up every day, work hard, do the right things, it is not easy. But if you do those things, it's going to compound. The little changes over the course of a long period of time is going to allow you to reach what you want to get to. And I think what happens in this journey is that we get all hyped up to New Year's or whatever it is that kickstarts us. We get hyped up. We're like, all right, I'm game. Let's do it. I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week. I'm going to eat keto. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. And we just start to overload ourselves. And two weeks later, we're back in the basement eating Hagen dolls with your spoon. That was me. Um, and I think the more sustainable and beneficial thing is starting slow pick a couple things. Maybe it's like, I'm going to walk every day. I'm going to train three days a week and I'm going to try my best to eat more vegetables. And then you just start to layer that over weeks and months. And as you get better and more confident and you see the momentum building, you can then layer in more things to make it more challenging and continue to progress yourself because that's important. I think people fall on either side of the spectrum. Either you're really down here, you're not doing enough or you're doing way too much and then you fall off. We need to find that sweet spot, that zone of adaptation um, that's going to allow you to be sustainable, but also continue to progress and grow. So those are the four kind of takeaways that I think I had. I'm sure there's a lot more um, that I've learned over the course of, of the years with my journey, but you get what you put in, taking ownership no matter what cliche but trust the process and compounding health that last one is so important because there's going to be times where you're frustrated and you're not making the changes that you want but hold on keep pushing keep showing up because that is going to compound into the big changes that you're looking for so i'm gonna wrap up there guys i don't want to take too much of your time um, i wanted to share a little bit of that story um, it's definitely shaped me physically and personally. Um, I've learned a lot from the process and, and I'm continuing to learn. So I'm excited to continue, continue to share this with you guys as you know I move forward with it. Um, if there's anyone out there listening who's kind of going through their own journey right now, um, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, how's it going? What do you find helps? What are you, what are you struggling with? You know, where are you currently at? Um, what I've come to realize is sharing those stories and being part of a community that is all in the pursuit of the same thing um, can allow for us all to be successful. I'm no better than anyone else and I'm still learning to this day. And honestly, I, the most that I ever learn is from people that are just starting their health journey and getting into it. And I think that is probably the most exciting time for me as a coach um, and for me as someone who's continuing to go on their health, health journey is to learn and talk with people who are at that point. So I'm going to wrap up there, guys. Please, if you took value away from this episode, enjoyed it, share it with one other person. Subscribe to The Weekly D Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
wherever else you consume your audio. I'm sharing content on my personal Instagram page, dlano.93, so you can check me out there. And then lastly, guys, if you want to not miss out on any of my episodes and you want to get some tidbits from me, sign up to my newsletter. Um, You'll get emailed about the episode that's coming out. I'm not going to spam you um, just to keep you up to date. So you can sign up to that in the show notes or the link in my bio on Instagram, or you can head over to theweeklydshow.com and sign up there. All right, guys, that's all I got for today. I appreciate you. Peace.